amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Yo, what up? I'm to hear more. And I'm Patrick Cloud. And this is another episode of Damn Internet. You're scary. Oh yes. We got a we got a fun one today. I know we've been kind of uh we've been a little real on the last few. Yeah. So um <laughs> we got a fun one today. And I hear your guys' complaints. I know you guys missed the uh miss the song, the intro song. Uh, so this is the, this is the best that I can do for now. Okay. This is, uh, this is, this is how we're going to start. Now I'm only going to do this one time. So you got to pay attention. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. This is, uh, this is, I, I know you guys have seen the wipe me down challenge. I don't want to get flagged. So I'm going to sing it. I'm just going to sing it myself. Uh, so here we go. This is my, this is my favorite wipe me down challenge. All right. You guys ready? I'm only gonna do it once. And wipe, wipe, wipe it down, wipe, wipe. <laughs> and that's all we get. That's a that's as good as I can do for the intro song. Oh, what? <laughs> the hell do you be watching, bro? <laughs> that was the best one. So uh, if you're watching the, uh, if you're listening to the audio, you're just going to have to jump on YouTube to catch the Oh. Uh, man. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> Something's seriously wrong with you. All right. So now I have a question for Tahir and everybody in the chat. And everybody in the comments, uh, obviously, uh, don't forget to, to uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, we got our Patreons in the chat watching right now a little bit earlier. Um, I, got a, <laughs> I got a question for you guys, okay? Yeah. Uh, so here, I'm going I'm to share the screen again. This is coming from Hollywood Unlocked, one of my favorite uh, social network, uh, excuse me, social uh, platforms. They had uh, this question. You have to eat one of these foods for the rest of the year. Which do you choose? Now, pizza. Pizza. Easy. Oh, you done already? Easy. Pizza, fried chicken, hamburgers, and tacos? And you're going pizza. pizza every day? Yes. Oh, you know what? I thought it was like from, from those, from the, I, I just assumed that was like Pizza Hut, Popeye's. No, uh, no, no, no. Like just food type, not necessarily where it's from. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what, man? I, I love cheese, bro. I love cheese so much. I would probably still do a pizza. Because mm. you can get thin crust. You can get hand toss. You can get pan. Um, you can get a ton of toppings. You can get like a margarita pizza. Bro, like it's so many different options when it comes to pizzas. Yeah. There's so many options with tacos, though, too. There's not a lot of options with tacos. The fuck are you talking about? What you mean? What you what hard you mean? Shell. What I mean, motherfucker? It's a taco. Hard shell. Hard shell. Hard shell. Soft shell. Pa uh, El pastor. Carne asada. Uh, pollo. 
uh, nigga taco with uh, lettuce and onions and, and, and cheese and stuff like that. Fish tacos, shrimp tacos, uh, crab leg tacos, uh, breakfast tacos, um, um, vegetarian tacos, falafel tacos, um, uh, turkey okay. you, tacos. You've already named more than I was. I was. I thought you were talking about like between thin, I mean, hard shell and soft shell. I was like, that's all it is. But the toppings. That's you could do this. I've, I've seen a seafood pizza. I've seen the vegetable pizza. Um, I've seen like you know. I've seen that that part right there. I thought you was just talking about like you have more options than just a hard shell or a salt. Well, that would be like saying um, you only have one pizza for the rest of your life, and the only options is the the crust type. If you're allowed to change the the inside of the pizza, I feel like I should be able to change the inside of the taco. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll give you. I'll take the toppings. Yeah, I get that. No, for sure, for sure. However, I still don't know. I feel like burgers and fried chicken are out. Well, here's the thing, though. The more I think about it, the more I kind of like. I'm questioning it because with chicken, if it was chicken, you got multiple ways you cook chicken. You can fry it. You can barbecue it. You can grill it without the barbecue sauce. You can bake it. It's tons of way to eat chicken and tons of toppings. And you, you got healthier options with chicken than you do with just pizza. Pizza is like, that's hella carby. I'm going to be hella fat by the end of the year. Well, say with chicken every day. No, because you could do grilled chicken. No, but I think this is specifically fried chicken. Uh, if it's specific fried, specifically fried chicken, then I'm, I'm going to switch it out. Then. I'm not going to switch it out. Well, and then that's, that's options, I would, I would be, I'd be considerate. And the same thing with burgers, because you can get the burgers wrapped in lettuce. You know what I mean? So you got options with that. But like when you're doing pizza, it's, you're going to get that crust every time, my boy. Well, low key, it's, it's not fair to say that the chicken is specifically fried, but then we can do anything with any of the other ones. Like, That's true. That's it's true. almost like if the chicken is specifically fried, is that a specific Big Mac? Yeah, because I thought that was Big Mac. Like, that's why initially I thought it was the Big Mac. And I'm like, no, nah, that's trash, fam. I'll never eat that. All right. So if we just made it as simple as... Your options are pepperoni pizza, fried chicken, a burger with just like, you know, a base, like a burger or tacos. Like not every type, just fried chicken, this hard shell tacos, burgers or pepperoni pizza. You going pizza? No, if it's, if it's like that, then I might go tacos because I don't have to eat the shell. I could just eat the inside and I can still cut down on it. I'm always, I, at that, I'm at that age now, you gotta start thinking about health, man. And that's, yeah, a lot yeah. of, that's a lot of tomato sauce to be eating every day. You gonna start getting heartburn every day. That's hella acidic, bro. I think I'm team tacos. If, tacos. if, you, if you, for some reason, took a pill that you could just eat things and not, it wasn't a healthy Pizza, pizza. 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 Okay. I'm stacking the slices on top of each other like a fucking sandwich, too. <laughs> I think that changes mine to pizza, too. Hell <laughs> yeah. Like, you could take a pill where you won't have any health issues or gain weight. The fuck? Absolutely. Now I'm more wanting that than anything. Not, I don't Hell care yeah. Because pizza, man, pizza make you feel good. You gonna get full. It's like, man, hell yeah. Pizza, bro. Without a doubt. Okay. Okay, well, what we got next? First of all, I want to shout out Art Belcher for this super, super dope damn internet, you scary art. Uh, looks like we ninjas slash 
zombie hunters slash Rick and Morty. It's pretty tight. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy this. I'm going to like this live. Thanks, Art Belcher. <laughs> I don't know why they made you taller than me, though. Because I'm taller. Pat, you're not taller than me. I'm about 6'2 in this photo. <laughs> in the photo, though. That's accurate. You're not 6'2 in real life. Shut up. That is accuracy. All right. I got to show this video because it's, it's, it's pretty hilarious. All right. So imagine you and two of your boys decide mm -hmm. we going to rob this house, right? Mm -hmm. It's three of us. What's the worst that can happen? So this guy comes through, start giving the first dude all the beats, right? Then the second dude's like, let me jump in and help. He's holding him. Third dude comes through. Bop, 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 bink, 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 and they just slowly leave. <laughs> Whoa. They no problems with them. <laughs> they were like, oh, 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 hey, there's a guy in here. There's a guy here. All right, well, we'll jump it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm losing. I'm losing. Third guy, change the situation. Oh, nope. No, 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 no. We, we should go. We should go. We should go. We, should, we definitely fuck. And they got punched in the back of the head. Uh, First of all, that slow-ass dog to come in after the fight's over, he's it was like, I know he heard it. Or it looked like he ran in and ran out. He, he was, was like, barking. He was just barking. And then he, then he came through like, yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's Listen, what I thought. Here's the thing, though. Can you imagine the car ride home? Oh, the van ride home? Oh, my God. They were you like. Know, they had hella space in the car because they planned on robbing the place. So there was just. <laughs> Look, they took, they took the ski bands off like. <laughs> hey, that nigga hit hard as fuck, bro. I ain't gonna. <laughs> who, who picked Jason Bourne's house? <laughs> Jason Bourne's house. That had that was that had to be Jason Bourne, because you know this dude dropped his own security footage. Who else would? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. He uploaded that like. Whoa! Hey, they asked the beats, bro. <laughs> Oh so, uh, my god, yo, you gotta send that to me, man. Watch uh watch who you definitely watch who you robbing because that uh <laughs> bro, you got to send that to your boy. I'll keep it in the save. Uh video speaking of people oh. not speaking of people not to mess with, have you heard of the uh not fucking around coalition? Oh uh, yeah, I saw a video of this. This is when they was marching. <laughs> Not playing at all. At all. No games being played. This is uh this is in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Black love. Which just sounds like you know some bullshit be happening there. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the NFAC, the Not Fucking Around Coalition, and um, they they are not fucking around. I think that the main thing that I noticed about them is that they don't speak like your normal uh you know abolitionists you know how like it's usually it sounds like poetry and it's like we will not be under the foot of oppression they're like we here where the fuck you at like they they for real listen to this threat counter threat counter threat because threats don't mean shit to us y'all been threatening us since birmingham i ain't seen shit when is your lot is full and all you scary-ass Negroes that pass that shit around, look at what the fuck you did. You made blacks come out. I don't see no white militia. So to the boogie boys, the three percenters, and all the rest of you scared-ass rednecks, we here. 
That man said NFAC, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what it that, is. That's who I want on the microphone. That's that's. Why would you have anybody else there? He gonna get the job done. Yeah, he he's. He speaks like Officer Dokes from Dexter. You remember the surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, I mean, at I'm the end of the day, yeah. how long have we tried peace? Hey. Hey. I mean. How long hey. have we tried? Niggas is getting lynched again. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I think, I think you should stop. Because if you accidentally page yourself on camera, <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to, like, like, keep going and come out of that. I'd be like, all right, guys, well, I'm going to just find some videos and let's just keep going. I'm gonna just read these sponsored videos <laughs> the whole time. I'm just like this. I would just keep going with it. I'll just keep going as much as possible, man. <laughs> yeah. Stun baton. I'm about to train to be Nightwing. I'm about to be a vigilante out here solving crimes. Oh my goodness. Put it down for you to hurt yourself, Patrick. I'll probably write something. <laughs> It'll be dope though. <sighs> That's better than me going out there. But yeah. Not fucking around. I love it. I love it. Um, next on up, this is more of a, uh, this is just more of a pick me up for anybody who's uh, feeling down. Uh, this is from Minds of Entrepreneurs. Anytime you feel like life is not nice to you, remember this Brazilian prisoner who dug an escape tunnel for five years only to burst out in the guard break room. Um, oh, what? Come on, fam. How you how you don't get the schematics? <laughs> I, never, I never heard you say schematics, nigga. That's hilarious. <laughs> For real though. Like, oh, no. How you don't, yo, how you don't, you ain't got no blueprints. You just digging aimlessly, my dude? Come on, bruh. You asked for that by first name basis, my nigga. Like, I mean, he probably had a cell that only had like one soft wall. He probably didn't have no blueprints. <laughs> bro, you you gotta dig <laughs> down, bro. You gotta go down toward the sewer, bro. You like, you don't know what wall you going to. Oh, five years. That's like, if that was gonna happen, like at least catch me in the first few days. Like five years of work is a lot, and it's like. How did he do? Would he hang a fucking poster over the hole? Like, bro, <laughs> I, I was just gonna say that's that's like some Shawshank Redemption type shit, but it goes south, like south, really bad, really fast. Well, not really fast, cause five years is not really fast. But damn, bro. Oh, imagine how do you start any new project after that? My brain would be broken. Oh, he's gonna be in the hole. They are gonna put him in a fucking refrigerator. It's gonna be all metal around. You know, the fridge. Five years of just scrape, 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 scrape. That's and the first thing he saw was flashlights, like fam. And the only the only place you have to run is back into your cell, <laughs> which is which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a lot. That's that should be a little uh, a little pick me up 
for any uh anybody who's going through anything or you know feeling like they they don't lost something that they've been working on for a minute ain't nothing worse than that nothing i guarantee that shit crazy as hell bro <laughs> however speaking of a little pick me up i just got to really quickly talk about one of my favorite brands that we're working with right now. Let's go. One, the only, Blue Chew. All right? Blue Chew is, is pretty much the future of sex. Let's, let's just talk about some sex right now. Now that I said sex a few times and I got your, got your attention all perked up, we're going to talk a little bit about sex and increasing your sexual performance. All right? Get that extra confidence in bed by looking up and getting a subscription for Blue Chew, all right? Blue Chew is now the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But it's chewable, which means it gets straight to the point, straight to the blood system. It works way faster. You can take them any day, uh, any time, day or night, even on a full stomach. Mm -hmm. uh, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast. So you can just pop it in like a Skittle or something and just get straight to work, okay? Blue Chew uh, is also made in the USA uh, and it's prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. So there's no awkwardness. You don't need to even leave the house. So it just comes straight to you. Uh, Basically, you know, you're getting you're getting performance delivered to your doorstep. What more do you want? Okay. Oh yeah. Get, get that get that new benefit. Get that new confidence. Get that new blue chew. The fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And the reason that you uh, excuse me, the place that you go is bluechew.com, and you're gonna get your first shipment for free when you free. use our special promo code. D-I-Y-S. Again, that's bluechew.com, D-I-Y-S. You just have to pay for $5 shipping and you get your first shipment for free. But I guarantee you're not going to stop because I got my first shipment for free a very long time ago. And I think I just got an email from them yesterday saying my shipment is off mm -hmm. the way. I'm a, I'm, I'm a customer. I am a customer. I be popping the in. You see, I'm out here with it. Heavy, heavy duty style. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, we, we, we flex it. Flex it. Flex it. I ain't gonna flex mine. But, <laughs> we, got, we got the chews, all right? And you can choose to get a blue chew. <laughs> I'm working on a slogan. I'll, 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 I'll refine it. I'll refine it down. Choose the chew at bluechew.com, uh, promo code DIYS to try it for free. Get you, get yourself in that, uh, the, the, the game of confidence in bed, if you know what I'm saying. Wink, wink, wink squared. You still using that chew? Oh, absolutely, my boy. You're chewing the chew? You're doing the chew? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't do, do the that. Chew. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> All right, jumping, jumping right back into it. Speaking of performance, I, I mean, I got, I, well, you know what? I'm going to save that one. Speaking of performance, I do want to. I do want to just show you guys this real quick. Uh, this is the the ninja jutsu of gangbanging. Uh, NLE Young Choppa is my god, the fastest. Sheesh. 
Can I just say that gang hand signs are an art form. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody go as crazy as this. Uh, who's the, who's the, the, the young kid in jail? Uh, young Tay K. Oh, okay. That dude. Yeah. He, they bend their fingers in ways that it just looks like I would cramp up. Like it's literally an art form. I don't know if they practice or anything, but that is, that, that's ninja. Look how coordinated that is. That is impressive. Oh. That, here's the thing, though. That's that, that's this is really an old art. Like they've been stacking because where I'm from, they call it stacking, mm-hmm. and like they 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 do it heavy and do it like because we used to do it in, in um in high school dances and stuff like that. I used to stack back like when I was ninth grade, eighth and ninth grade. But what yeah. was you stacking? What was you throwing up? Chicken nugget. CM, my nigga, we out here. Nugget pie, North Nugget. <laughs> oh, you nuggets up! <laughs> Nugget up, though. That's 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 impressive to me. It's always been impressive. Like I was, I've always just watched. Like, even though you know you're getting banged on, it's always just like, hmm, that's very impressive, sir. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty good. He definitely could have summoned some fire on accident, though. That was some some serious, some serious. That's some. Are serious, this on academic page? Ugh. You said what? I said, oh, this is on academics page. Uh-oh. Ugh. You don't like the demics? It's just, it's just, it's, ah. let's, let's keep it a buck, man. Like, if academics, let me ask you this. If academics wasn't academics, if he was just a guy, right, mm-hmm. would you hang with him? No. Your answer tells you everything you need to know about him. I wouldn't hang with him if, if he was academics. He he's a, I just feel like he's a clown. He's a little weird. And the fact that he got famous off of exploiting Chicago um as like a war zone and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of people who in Chicago who hated that PR. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that kind of like blew him up. I don't have anything against him personally. I I never met him, but I know that the whole uh cancel academics thing is happening right now. Uh, a bunch of people are mad at him. They, uh, Meek said that he doesn't speak for the culture. Um, uh, which is an interesting art, um, interesting thing to bring up because a lot of our gatekeepers aren't really for the culture. I remember they dropped a, f- uh, a photo of the, the woman who was in charge of like the award shows or like something with BET, mm-hmm. like how, and, and it was like this old white woman, like it was, it was just so bizarre. And yeah, I think that is weird, um, that. It, a lot of this stuff is finally coming to light, but there was a lot of weird stuff like instigating beefs and and mm-hmm. just just a lot of, of stuff that isn't really truly from somebody who's trying to help the culture as opposed to themselves. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I feel like he's the ultimate cornball when it comes to like the type of person he is. Like, I, I, I wouldn't see him in a club like, oh, yo, hey, man, let's grab a picture or something like that. I, I, first of all, I would never really do that at all. But also, like, I just feel like it's hella corny. And to tell, like, he, the way he went off on Chris, Chrissy Teigen was, like, completely uncalled for. What happened with Chrissy Teigen? He, he basically said she could suck his dick. And, and John Legend, if he got a problem with it, he could suck his dick, too. He's like, you need to get your bitch, control your bitch. And it's just like, yo, that wasn't necessary, bro. Like, that's, that's, that's shit that you do when you, like, I've had some instances where I've got into it with some people. First of all, I ain't go online. 
and disrespect them, disrespect the girl. I ain't calling nobody out their name and shit like that. I just feel like he ridiculous. And he beefing with Freddie Gibbs right now. And I feel like you don't do that. Because Freddie Gibbs ain't the type of nigga to see you out in public and not not, not do something. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, academics is... I, I, I mean, we all saw the Migos clip. He ain't about to do nothing. No. <laughs> He ain't about to do a damn thing. So it's like the fact that he's talking crazy to people like Freddie and Meek and and even just like disrespecting people like, you know, Chrissy Teigen and, and John Legend. It's just like, what? That's, it's just a big, it's just a prime example of fame getting to your head when it's just yeah. like somebody who you know is not about to like pop nothing at nobody. I feel like he he's he's getting a six nine effect. Like he feel like he's hanging around some gangsters and now he feel gangster. And I'm just like he still hangs around six nine. So I'm sure he's just like hearing a whole bunch of stuff about not being touched and you know being untouchable. But it's like too many people got a problem with academics. So yeah I, mean, I, don't, I don't I personally I don't wish harm on anybody. I don't I don't really care to be honest just because it's like he never really did anything to like bother me i mean mm -hmm. obviously it's a lot of his posts are kind of like are kind of corny but it's like there's corny people on the internet like it's yeah. like a, a big deal but i do agree that i would want to see people who are more about the culture and really just more in the culture academic yeah. seems like he was kind of like picked on <laughs> yeah. and now he's like the cool guy like he has like the security cop effect but it's like you pat you're a cool guy who makes music music and plays games he seemed like a guy that played games and then uh, started listening to music, but he was never a cool guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that element is is missing in him, but it also is like he just seemed messy. Like, and maybe there's no way to not seem messy when you're um, when you're you're reporting on things like that. Maybe there's no way to do it, but I think it's always like how you say something, not what you say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if he was reporting what happened unbiasedly, that would be one thing. But, like, he's always picking sides, I feel like, in, 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 in his reports. Yo, check it out. It's your boy, Academics. And, 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 you know, y'all know I love 6 9 You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's my nigga. That's my dog right there. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever hear him talk. I, huh? I never hear him talk. I only see him post. Oh, yeah. His videos is on there. I don't be he watching. He just posts GIFs and, and, and pictures of whoever he's talking about. But at the end of the day, he's like a journalist. So I've always given like a certain level of slack of like messiness. Like, you know how people post like something that they know people are gonna make fun of or clown, but they're just like, what are your thoughts? You know, like that's just sort of like journalist stuff. Like we live in the world of clickbait and all that kind of stuff. So it was just one of those things that always got a pass. But one thing that I love about this year is that even though it's wild as hell, it's finally like making us look over everything. And it's just like all this shit, they got a pass. Like, let's change this shit, you know? and obviously when you try to uproot shit it's going to be messy it's going to be like a little like uh shaky at first but i think for the culture it's going to end up being better because if we start uprooting all of these people who have a crazy amount of power in this game like mm -hmm. academics uh influence affects record sales to the point where there are rappers who are mad at him because the, he doesn't post certain people and it's like damn that's dj power at this point like yeah. we have given the power of the dj over to the power of the influencer and it's just it's it's interesting to watch but it's also good that we're sort of like calling everything out because i would like to see somebody who's more about the culture in a gatekeeping position because like ebro and all those new york dj like they gotta go because it's like 
they like I, it's it's wild to me because they they are really hating on their own city like new york has not been in the spotlight of rap for a minute and i've seen it like firsthand like a, a new york dj hating on young new york artists but they'll go and be like oh this dude in the south is popping let me do that let me do all this stuff payola all this other stuff and it's really gotta it's really gotta stop because if you really had somebody who was breaking artists the same way the artists used to be always coming out like in trl and 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 106 and back in those golden days of like te- like where music videos were really important and and the artists really had power like people were really breaking people but now it's just like a it's a cool it's a cool kids club it's wild but, like wait, do you think it's a cool kids club or do you think that like like ebro do you think he don't fuck with the new york rappers or the, some of the new york rappers because of the content and what they're putting out and it's just not good in his opinion because he'll big up somebody like big crit who's from the south but he's also lyrical they're also big up jid who's from the south but he's also lyrical but uh-huh. when it comes to like six nine and um some of the others like i know ebro and um what's the other guy on the show um other guy can't remember his name but uh, they were talking to Lil Uzi, and they was like, "You're gonna be broke in five years." He's like, "Yeah, no, who, who does that? What kind of big homie is that?" I, 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 I don't know. Like, I feel like you definitely get a un, you definitely get a biased opinion sometimes of rappers before you meet them, based off of what they post on Instagram and what they highlight as what's important to them. But also, there's a certain amount of allure I think that comes, which is should also be greeted with. Um, with a, a certain a certain amount of uh grace like you know if you're a rapper you gonna floss money you gonna floss chains like a lot of those guys do that and it's a lot of times just for the for the allure of it like to keep people thinking that they're doing it a lot of those rappers a lot of rappers don't own their cars guys they lease them all right until a rapper can pull out the title and let's be real most rappers don't keep the title in their glove box like none of the titles to none of my vehicles are in my vehicles like why would so you, why would you do that yeah, that's the ownership of that vehicle. You don't do that. Somebody has a title, they can take that, swap it out, whatever. So, like, they be like, Yo, I got the papers in the car, nigga. There they don't. Nobody should ever keep their papers in their car. You keep your papers somewhere in your house, preferably in a safe. Most of the time, these rappers are leasing these cars and um, they fall behind on payments because they got 10 different cars and they're leasing two different houses on either side of the state and they fall behind on that shit. And I guess. You know, just just seeing a constant cycle, because like, let's be real, like a lot of rappers don't have over a six year shelf life. So when you've seen and been in the game as long as Rosenberg and Ebro have, I guess they just feel like they can spot it from from the first time they meet a person or from what they posted. But I feel like here's the problem with music is like they were I I respect these guys opinion. So I do genuinely think that they don't like the new sound. You know, I don't think they're just like, no, I'm not going to play it because I don't like it. But it's like. If you grew up and in the D, in like being a DJ and you were super hot and you were breaking all these new artists, at some point, you know, now you're on top of that game and now you, I feel like the the doors are closed because now you're this you're you're this DJ who had all these hits. You don't want to break anybody who's whack. So now it's like you narrow the doors and you're just like, no, only this person, this person, this person, you know. And it's like that's cool, but it's just this old head versus new mentality it's not professional at the end of the day. If you want that, if that's your opinion and that's how you talk at the water cooler and with your friends for sure. But if like, if you're the biggest DJ in New York, 
I feel like it's your responsible or really any city. I don't want to really narrow in on these guys, but really any city, if you're, you're, you're the biggest city um, of the biggest DJ from that city, it's your, your responsibility to add to the game by bringing these artists to the forefront and giving these little dudes a chance. Because if I was, if I was uh old head DJ in New York, I would be scouring the, the, um, the streets for like new artists and stuff like that to break because it's like, if, if, if they break, that makes your city look good. You know what I mean? Forget you looking good. You, those, you're the, already the top DJ. It makes your city look good. So why not go into there's all You're not going to sit here and tell me that there ain't no talent in New York. That makes no sense. So for you to be in that position and say, New York's not popping, I'm going to just go to the South. You just shouldn't be in that position. It should be somebody who can put aside, even if you don't like the new sound, you can put aside your personal differences. And if you see that this guy is blowing up and all these new people that people are saying that this is the new shit, give it a chance. <laughs> You're not a record label. You're not signing these things. It's just your responsibility to give it play. Now, I do know that new things are coming out saying that payola is very, very much still in play, which we all know, but it's different to hear an artist say it firsthand. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think that it's a lot of politics. It's a lot of weird stuff going on. There's, a, there's something, the, the weirdest thing about Ebro for me is how he keeps getting all these NYPD reports and, he got, and he'll be like, now I got a friend who gave me this thing, thing, thing. And then he'll go into it because that's the important story. But all the comments are like, wait, how'd you, why do you have that? What, you know what I mean? So there's obviously some politics going on with it. And it's just like, I just feel like it needs to be, it just needs to be uprooted and, and, and switched out just for the, but you know what? Like, I feel like we only champion for this, like in music, because the same thing goes on in the acting world and the comedy world. Like yeah, a lot of old gay keepers in comedy. They don't like a lot of the, the Instagram comedians. They don't like any of the younger comedians. Um, if you look at any entertainment, really, any, yeah, any clubs roster, like uh, who they got coming through the weekends, uh, who they got playing through the week, you may you're gonna see the the same big names. You'll see DL, you'll see Earthquake, you'll see Lavelle Crawford. Uh, you know, you'll see those. You won't see a lot of newer young black comics. They shit on us consistently. They give us one black night a week. That's about it. Everything else is like, uh, oh, we'll check, yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, we'll check your video out. Come back on Taco Tuesday. Come on Chocolate Sundays. Come on on Sweet Nigga Saturday. Whatever the fuck. Like it's always something. We only get one night out of the week, and the same thing is what happened. Like look how look how it is, man. Like that's why. As of recently, I've focused more on creating my own content than going on auditions and, and self-taste that my, my uh, agent has presented to me. Because it's like, bro, y'all keep giving me guest roles while I get one or two lines. It's no way a writer or producer is going to see me do that one or two lines. Like, that's the guy I need. Because y'all not letting me stretch my wings. So fuck it. If you're not going to give me a role, I'll just write my own or create my own role. Because it's a lot of old gatekeepers that, like, continue to do this shit and... and, and, and Putting us in a box, limiting our creative ability. Like you don't have to like everything. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I don't like. I don't think that's one little Uzi Vert song that I like. Not one. But I ain't shitting on them either. Like I just. I just. It's just not for me. I know that all my friends are dead. I know that song was big as fuck when it came out. A lot of people was rocking with it. Even Kev liked it. I just couldn't get with it. It wasn't a bop for me. I like the baby though. You know what I'm saying? I like his shit. It's more something that more that I can relate to. I just couldn't relate to the whole 
I don't know, like kind of emo rap. Like, I, but I also didn't really fuck with Kid Cudi like that. And I know a lot of people love Kid Cudi. There were some songs here and there that I like, but outside of that, like, but I'm, I'm still not shitting on him like that. Just, I just say it's not for me. But yeah. I recognize that he does, like, everybody has a fan base. So if you're going to be in that position to be a DJ, you, you have to continue to embrace the times because it's, it's, it's kind of like, like, like an older comic, right? An older comic who didn't want to get on Instagram and saw all that type of stuff. And now, 10 years later, now they're trying to figure it out. It's like, bro, you missed that wagon. Yep. You trying, you, trying to, you trying to grow your fan base right now? Like, Instagram ain't even growing like that no more. Right. And it's harder and harder to go viral because there's so many outlets for your video to blow up on. Right. 10 years ago, it was literally YouTube or Twitter or five seconds on Vine that you can go viral on. Now, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, news, all these different outlets have social media now. So, like, your video doesn't even go viral on your own. Somebody else will see your shit posted on somebody else's page, and they go viral on their page. And it, it'll only do 300,000 on your page, or not even that, 30,000 on your page, but it did 1.5 on Shade Room or 1.5 on ESPN. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like the moment you stop being, the, the moment you stop embracing change and the new is the moment you start to become obsolete. So it's gonna happen sooner or later. Like a lot of new DJs are gonna start to emerge. Well, especially, especially with the quarantine. Look at uh DJ D Nice. Like that motherfucker got shirts now. Hmm. Like he's the face of like a lot of different companies and not a lot the wild of out guy. No, nah, not D Nice. Um, what's the dude from Instagram? He wears the hats. He started he the quarantine. The, the quarantine uh, mixes on uh, Instagram. Let me see. So he was. He used to always be live. I know they know what I'm talking about in the um, in the in the in the, in the squad. What's what's the DJ's name, y'all? I thought it was. D, they're saying D Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, man. He 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 started just spinning in the in the beginning of the quarantine, and he's spinning so much and so long, bro. Like he got club quarantine going. He got the T-shirt oh, going, bro. Like he's it blew up. And now he's gonna be the new name, like people associate with music, and they're gonna start going to him to see who he thinks is hot, shit like that. So it's gonna happen. That's what's, dope. That's what's super dope about it. It's like these gatekeepers that have been, you know, sort of like sitting on top like this, like, hmm, I'm, it, what I say is goes, are now starting to see how independently people can go up themselves. You know what I mean? It used to be like the only way was through them. And I think that that was what got to their heads. But now there's this this a whole different environment where mm -hmm. the person that they you know like let's say just in stick sticking to music, I'm a DJ. The dude I passed over a million times who was the next big thing all of a sudden has a hit record. Now all of a sudden like yeah I've been watching this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude's crazy. I knew he was gonna blow up. He's from my city. And now meanwhile the artist is looking at you like wow. You know like that's that's where it's going to lean to. And then they need to start doing their jobs for sure because it's going to get to a point where they're going to realize like they don't need me as much. I was the middleman, but now they're able to reach these plateaus by themselves. And that, that whole thing can be changed. And you are right. Like comedy, the comedy gatekeepers, the acting gatekeepers are just as trash. I remember um, back in the, the all deaf days, we used to have the, um, the Chinese theater thing back when I was like a, you know, just starting, I was like a PA equipment manager. We were having a, um, every Wednesday, we had a free show. It was the all deaf stand up. 
at it was like in the it was at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Now this was on Hollywood and Highland. This was like prime real estate. This is where all the Hollywood movies have their red carpets. So this was not this for us to be a startup. This was not an, like a cheap thing to run. This was every single week for free, and it was the all deaf stand stand up comedy. The only problem is if you liked all deaf and then you went on any given Wednesday, you would see literally one person on that uh, from the channel on that stage and it was Teddy. If that. If, if that. one. If no no, I'm saying if Teddy performed that night, you would see one. But if he didn't, you would see zero. I mean zero. It made no sense. I was literally watching all these stand-up comedians come through the building building i shot them and then they were wondering like how can i get on the show and i'm like i don't know you don't know you're on the it's the all deaf show like i know to hear had trouble camp had trouble everybody had trouble because of the gatekeepers the gatekeepers were just like no. okay yeah never got a chance to do it Kev, Kev on stage never got a chance to do this night as funny as he is and he was the head of comedy he led the comedy team in all depth and never got a chance to get on the stage. Just just okay. in case anybody out there is thinking it's easy because uh, we just jump on camera and do this. There's a lot of bull. Man. There's a lot of bull. The stand-up But you know what? I will say this, just to play devil's advocate real quick. There were a lot of times I got passed up for something that I thought I was ready for and I was upset about it. And then years later, I realized, had I been given that opportunity, one, I wouldn't have been ready for it. Two, I could have potentially ruined the relationships leading from there because I was not ready for it. So even with some of the DJs, like when you were giving an example, it was like, yo, I've been watching this kid for years and I think he had potential. That can be a true thing. Like you can be watching somebody like, somebody in high school who's really good at basketball, mm -hmm may not be ready for the league. They may need that, that freshman year or that freshman and sophomore year in college before they can come to the league. Just because you've been watching the person, they're on your radar, and you, you acknowledge that they're talented does not mean that they're ready for the big league. So I don't want right. to also shit on the people who are actually doing a good job at being DJs and being A&Rs because there right. are people that, like, really watch. Like, like I, remember, um, I remember when the baby first went on um, uh, the breakfast show. And Charlamagne was like, yeah, you know, he's talented. It might have been before he went on. He was like, he's talented, but I don't know if he's ready for the big leagues yet. Like, he, he acknowledged that he was talented, and, but he also acknowledged that he saw some stuff in his behavior, his character that, that was, you know, an inclination that he might not be ready for all of that limelight. And we've seen a lot of times where the baby has shown that, like, man, when all eyes are on you, you got to watch what you do. You can't be punching fans. You can't be snatching people up by their shirts. You can't be starting fights and shit like that. But he was ready. And the thing is, it's like, I agree with that, kind of. I believe that sometimes we get, we get like, uh, if, if somebody closes the door on us unfairly, mm -hmm. and then years later we realize, like, I, I low-key wasn't ready for that. We confuse like, okay, in my opinion, that's the universe. That's God. You know what I mean? That's something that was not given to you so that you can grow. But I would never confuse that with like thanking the person who closed that door, you know, mm -hmm. because that's different. I feel like if you're a DJ and you genuinely think that somebody's not ready, you don't go on air and be like, 
he's not ready for the big leagues. You know what I mean? Because words, especially if you hold, if they hold weight because of who you are, that could have gone completely left. That could have hit him in here. And now he's freaking out. And then he, something happens where he doesn't end up that in that position. But it's like, if you think that and you genuinely think like, okay, maybe he has potential, but not now it's your job to not just slam the door and be like, you, you don't got it. Maybe it's something where you say, where you let them know, like, you know, here's some stuff that you have to work on, or you just keep an eye on him until you see that art is getting better. And then you give him that shot. You know what I mean? I don't think those people who just slam the door and like, you're not ready. And then see that person blow up and then jump on is like, you know, like, I feel like there's a difference between an obstacle for self self growth and an obstacle because somebody was just being a dick to you, you know? Right, right. I agree with that. I, I, and, I, and I'm not, I, w- I wasn't saying it in the sense of like Charlemagne was saying that um, I don't think he was ready for, um, I, don't, I don't think he, I, it came up in a natural conversation and I don't think he was trying to intentionally shit on him. I don't think he was putting it out there to like, you know, make word get back to him and hopefully he hear it and whatever it takes. Um, but I also feel like you have to be your biggest cheerleader a lot of times. <laughs> Uh, so time. even if that shit gets back to you, like if you know that you're ready for it or you know that you're working toward being ready for it, that shit can't shake you like that. Like you got to have enough people around you to tell you and remind you who you are. That's good for, for humility and to keep you humble. But also you got to have the people, not yes, man, but people to really let you know who you are. Like, nah, nigga, you killing it. Like mm-hmm. I ain't going to, I ain't going to, I ain't going to sell you short and I ain't going to say, you know, bullshit either you killing it. If you weren't ready or if you weren't killing it, I would let you know, like, nah, nigga, we got to put out another mixtape first. We got to get some more people. So right. if you are swayed that easily by one person or one person's opinion, you may not be ready for it because the naysayers are only going to increase the bigger you get. It doesn't right. matter how talented you are. There's always going to be somebody that does not like you. And sometimes the reasons are valid. Sometimes they're completely invalid. I know people who have not liked other rappers or something just because everybody liked him. I was like, ah, oh, I hear him everywhere. I'm tired of hearing this thing. I don't like that nigga. I hate that nigga. Why you don't like him? Because he everywhere. That's not a reason. Yeah, I know, right? People said the same thing about Kevin Hart. When Kevin really like hit his pinnacle and he was like everywhere on, on commercials, he was on radio shows, he had podcasts, he's touring, he got a movie coming out. People were like, man, I'm tired of this thing, man. I don't even like him. Like, they ain't even funny, all of this type of stuff. It was like, well, why you don't like him? Because he everywhere. That's not a reason not to like no. somebody. No, it's not. <laughs> so the bigger that you get, the bigger the pool of naysayers will come. It, it's going to increase. So you have to know in your mind who you are, what you're ready for, and not let people sway you and deter you from what you want to do. That's all I'm saying. No, fully, fully agree. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, She's So Special uh, for saying... Uh, she hasn't even watched Netflix since quarantine started because the All Deaf crew puts out so much content. Hey. And then, uh, Joannis uh, Torstenson said, "No need for Netflix. All Deaflix is the real deal." And I just, I just had to shout that out because that's for, that's for sure a thing now. <laughs> but absolutely, I think the 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 gem in that is that you have to be your own biggest cheerleader because at the end of the day niggas just gonna talk shit i don't know why i don't know why like people like charlemagne um even though i I actually really like charlemagne but in this instance that we're talking about it's like 
he probably didn't have to say that, you know? I mean, that's why he's famous, because he spends his, uh, he speaks his mind, but like, probably didn't have to say that um, if you're watching DaBaby and you think, if he's an upcoming artist and you don't think that he's gonna make it, if I was in that position, I would just have to see that first and then comment on, on mm -hmm. it, as opposed to just throwing out at a new upcoming artist with everything ahead of him, like, I don't think he's ready, you know? Like, I just think that that's very poisonous, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I wish that I wish that people wouldn't uh, wouldn't do that, but it's the internet. Yeah, man. What you gonna do? But if the internet stresses you out too much, you can always relax yourself with some Hempland USC CBD. Mm -hmm. All right. I just want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Hempland USC, and with all the hype around CBD these days. Uh, there's a lot of buzz talk around transparency and which companies you can trust. But we get it. There, you know, it seems like dozens of new CBD companies pop up every day. And there's just too many to choose from. But you got to look for companies that walk the walk and are willing to wear their values on their sleeve. So enter Hempland USA. This is America's number one CBD company since 2014. Um, they, you know, they've been bringing better health and happiness to household uh, households worldwide with their organic American-grown hemp CBD products. Uh, this is the first U.S. CBD company to grow and produce their own CBD products entirely in the USA. And also, they've priced their premium-grade CBD low as possible so that you and your family can experience what better CBD feels like, even if you're on a budget. I know a lot of CBD stuff can also like be expensive and also not work that well. So they're giving you premium grade CBD for a cheap, uh, for a, excuse me, uh, an affordable price. Oh, yeah. um, so on top of all of that, the bulk discount pricing can't be beat. Uh, there's discounts of up to 30% off all year oh, round. 30% yeah. off of something that's already budget friendly. You can't lose. You're getting quality and value. All right. So everyone gets to have the opportunity to experience that high quality CBD as I call it, CBD. Uh, they're full, uh, they have a signature line of full spectrum, THC free and enhanced CBD products. Uh, third party lab tested as pure and effective as nature intended. And they are priced to meet every budget. Mm -hmm. You hear me? You hear me? 24 hour customer service or text support if you have any type of questions because they know that they got you. All right, there's a new signature enhanced CBD product called ECS5. Again, that's ECS5. And you can actually feel it working. You can't even tell it's CBD sometimes. Um, but, you know, it makes you feel more calm, focused, centered, ready to tackle the day. Uh, I personally, I, I take some in the morning when I wake up and it hits me like, ah! gets you that energy boost and you off to the races. So uh, go on over and check out the ECS5. Five. It got the pepper, the black pepper, the clove, the hops, the rosemary, the jujube, um, just, you know, all that stuff. You don't really know what they do individually, but trust me, together, they get that, they get it done. So, so go on over to hemplandusa.com, get your premium CBD tinctured, soft gels, topicals, all that. And then uh, you can go ahead and use our, use our, use our code to get you a discount. Use DAM, D-A-M, like the Beaver Dam, uh, mm -hmm. at checkout, mm -hmm. and you're gonna get up to 20% off of your order, okay? So go ahead and go get you some CBD 
at hemplandusa.com slash damn. Like damn internet, you scary. D-A-M. Get you some sibity. Sibity. <laughs> some sibity. Yeah, man. All right. What else do we got for today? Um, I probably just gotta bring this up. Kanye's Kanye's going for president. Um this is real. This is real. They said uh he 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 said this a long time ago, and we were just like, ah, Kanye. Um, but yeah, he he confirmed. He said he tweeted, We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States, hashtag 2020 vision. What you think? No, nigga. No. Sit your goof ass down, Kanye. Fuck that, man. If we've learned nothing else from the last four years is that nobody needs to be running a country that does not have any governmental experience. None, nigga. This nigga got no government experience whatsoever. He ain't even filed the paperwork. He He's missed deadlines. He ain't filed no paperwork. Come on, bro. And, and and this could this is the worst time to do some shit like this. When everything is going wrong right now, all the shit's going on, and all this is gonna do is cause more of a distraction. You remember Harambe? Remember yeah. when they wrote Harambe in to run for president and motherfuckers actually voted for a dead fucking gorilla? No, nigga. Stop with this goofy shit, man. Nigga, I don't like- know who his big homies are, but somebody needs to grab this nigga by his shirt collar and tell him to sit the fuck down, bro. Niggas thought that Harambe thing was funny until Trump got actually voted. <laughs> I'm like, bro, wow. come on, man. Stop wow. the goofy shit, bro. This ain't the power wow. for wow. it's, it's, it's definitely a lot. It is definitely a lot because it's like fam. It's tough for me because if he had never decided to run for president, I might not be on all deaf, one of my major... One of the major skits that I had to do on All Def that got me uh, to be back on camera a lot was uh, being Jaden Smith, the vice president, to Kevin Tate uh, in a very old and stupid skit that we did for Kanye. Was, uh, Kanye actually got president. So I'm, I'm glad he said this back then. But now that he's bringing it up in a time that, oh, my God, this is like, have we ever needed more leadership? Y'all rem- okay, y'all remember when George W. Bush was our biggest problem? <laughs> Those were the days. And George Bush has gone on record saying that he don't fuck with Trump. So I, 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 can't, I can't do this because Trump... And, 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 and let, let me bring that full circle. Remember when Kanye said that George Bush doesn't, fuck, doesn't like black people? Mm-hmm. Kanye said that, right? George Bush don't fuck with Trump. You know how crazy a white person that don't fuck with black people got to be? They don't say, I don't even fuck with that white person. Like, that nigga crazy, crazy. And that's Kanye's buddy. They pals. He sends Yeezy the hats, and Yeezy sends him shoes. Nigga, they buddies, and y'all playing, bro. I saw a comment that said, our love. Hold on, hold on, real quick. Hold on. Shorty Mac, you can get the fuck up out of here, bro. Who that? just somebody trolling, just looking for attention. I'm going to give you the attention you want. You can get the fuck up out of here. Now, you say one more crazy comment, your ass is blocked. What do you say? Just like that. You talking about I'm voting for Kanye. Okay, that's strike one. 
Then he's like, Trump is not the enemy. Strike two, nigga. Got one more time. And then, rip, goof ass up out of here. Hey, you could block people in New- in, in YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Moving yeah. from the channel real fast. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and switch to the account so I can go ahead and do it. I don't want to know. <laughs> I want it to be instant, too. So as soon as I see the shit pop up, gone. <laughs> oh, you say you're not trolling. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. Like I said, though. You heard me, though. To hear is also security. <laughs> don't Hold do that it. goofy shit, man. Spit your rhetoric somewhere else, man. We ain't got time it. for that foolishness, dog. You vote for Kanye. That's that's you. I can't make you not do that. You know what I'm saying? And we can have a conversation about it, like real conversation. And, and I'll hear you out, and I'll tell you why I feel my way. You can tell me why you feel your way. But you say hear you out. I say I hear you out. Hmm. Hear you Did out. You? I hear out. No, I, I'm I'm all for having an intelligent conversation. If you can make legitimate points as to why this person is somebody that you will vote for and why you think that'll be good for the country, I will hear you out. Now, if you say some bullshit, because I'm read up, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a come I'm coming with all the facts. I'm read up. Stall him out, Debo. Stall him out. Ah, uh, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that, man. We don't even know what mind state Kanye is in. Like he hasn't presented us with any facts uh, that he's been cleared by a psychiatrist that he is healthy enough to even run a record label, let alone the country. And I'm not saying that people who have mental illnesses can't do things like that. But like, where where are the facts at? Where, where, it's, it's, it's turmoil within good music. Look what he did to Tiana Taylor's last rollout. Like his whole people, it, it, and that's a small company, bro. And you, you gonna, you gonna run a country? Come on, bro. I saw this really good comment that said, our love of celebrity is going to be the death of us. And I, I think it's, I think it's true because it's like, we really voted a celebrity in for, for, for president. Like that was, he, he wasn't a good businessman. He's had failed businesses left and right. He got all types of loans from his dad, uh, who was rich and, and successful before him. He, he was almost bankrupt before The Apprentice hit, which is the most ironic shit ever. It's like, fam, bro, I don't, it's, 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 it's too much. It's like, why would you, you cannot, we cannot vote any, any other celebrity who wants to just switch into uh, politics. It just cannot happen. It, it makes no sense. If they want to join politics in a way where they can use their celebrity to do speeches or to call attention to certain things or to pass things off to the politicians, for sure. But I ain't hearing no celebrity, no actor, no musician, no, no, no nothing. Just go over to politics and using their celebrity just for the votes because that's what's happening. Kanye, like, he would use the people who just like, I fuck with Kanye to get actual political votes from these. Absolutely. Which is wild. And look at the similarities when it comes to Kanye and Trump. And I'm not calling them the same person. I'm just saying look at the similarities. Donald Trump was in hundreds of rap lyrics. Everybody wanted to be like Trump. Trump tires all his money. So he was in tons of rap uh, songs. He was in the videos. He was on wrestling. He had his own show, uh, The Apprentice. Um, now he just does and I mean even in those times he did and said what the fuck he wanted to do and now that he's in the White House he does the exact same thing look at Kanye look at look how Kanye has acted since he got on like does and says what he wants to do he's put out some classic albums I'm not gonna hold you against that but like I don't think that <laughs> honestly that behavior isn't that different 
And also, like, I just don't think that he is fit to run a country. Never will I think he's fit to run a country. And that ain't even from a mental aspect. That's just like, no, nigga. No, you have no experience. Why do y'all keep doing this? You're that a rapper. Like, that is hiring a, a fucking uh, electrician to fix your toilet. Just because this electrician is famous or he, you know, he has a big reputation around the hood. But like, so what, nigga? I need a plumber, not an electrician that has a good name. Nah, fuck that. Uh, that's the thing. It's like politicians are people who aren't in the public eye who have to get people to like them enough for their for what they're going to do to to get votes. But now we have celebrities who already have people liking them, so they have that advantage. And they think they can just switch over without really even saying what they're going to do because they already have that likability. So, you know, unfortunately, I would it it would be like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. No one's gonna vote for Kanye. But like you said before, Harambe got legit votes to the point where he was yeah, like, yeah. he was, it was on the news. I saw it. It was like the top three votes. He obviously, you know, he didn't have that many because we're not yeah. insane, but it was enough to be like mentioned. So it's just like the fact that people are willing to go to a voting house, wait in line for, for some bullshit that they didn't even research is very scary. That's, that's the scary part of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I just had to go on that. That, that 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 sideboard conversation real quick because we, we we sometimes i'll pop in the comments and i'll see something to catch my eye and i like my thing is like i don't want to ever block anybody like you can it's an i already showed this meme where it's like <laughs> the dude sweating and there's two buttons he's like block them educate them i will always try to take an opportunity to educate somebody especially with something as severe as the president of the united states like we don't have we don't have the luxury of joking and playing about that. That's what happened with this last one. Even though Trump didn't win the popular vote, uh, Hillary won the popular vote, like we still need to be serious about that. And I was glad to see that the story on CNN where they were saying that the Supreme Court um, passed the, the rule to uh, encourage or forcibly encourage the electoral college to vote for the popular vote. So it didn't matter if the popular vote in the past had, um, was for the opposer. If the electoral college had picked another person, like that's, they had their votes and they, that's who would be the president. And that's, that's another thing. It's like, how the fuck is the electoral college still existing? I can't Why is it still existing? I hate that. It's, it, makes, it makes my vote a suggestion, which is trash. That means that everybody can vote for this person and they'll be like, well, we heard you, but we think. It's like... Why even let us vote? <laughs> Why even let us vote? That's the wildest shit ever. That's like, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. But I mean, I feel like a lot of voting is, it's, I feel like voting for a president is like voting for American Idol. Like you can send that text, but at the end of the day, whatever's bringing in the most ratings and makes the most sense for the network is gonna be the person who wins. Sorry to say. Yeah. Sad so day. Sorry to say. Um, well, speaking of something that will let me transfer into this next story, um, uh, which I don't know what that is, I just want to say that uh, this is a quick reminder that Chief Keef and Katy Perry once had Twitter beef. Did you know that? No. No, this is a, this is a great thread. It means nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> 
But once upon a time, uh, Twitter and Katy Perry had a, a, a brief exchange on Twitter. Shout out to 60 Seconds of Rap. I enjoyed this. So Katy Perry said, I just heard a new song on the radio called I Hate Being Sober. I now have serious doubt for the world. So white singers should just know not to comment on rap. It never really ends. Never really ends right. Um, <laughs> Cause here comes young Sosa, who is very much about that life. Mm-hmm. Says that bitch Katy Perry can suck skin off of my dick. Let me stop you right there because like, why would you add insult to injury? Like, she, she, she already dissed you, but then sucked the skin off. The, that sounds more painful mm-hmm. than it would be a punishment for her. Mm-hmm. It sounds more painful than him, but I mean, I, I guess I get the sentiment. It sounds horrible. Not, also, not sure why he uh, didn't want to capitalize bitch or my, <laughs> but they didn't get the same amount of respect. Um, then he says, new song, Katy Perry, coming soon. So between these two, if I was Katy Perry and my reps told me this, safe to say this rapper um, is fully okay with this confrontation. So that's first. Clearly somebody told them who this man was because he said, she said, Mr. Keefe. <laughs> Mr. Keefe, I'm sorry if I offended you. I heard a lot of people guesting on the song and didn't even know if it was you in particular. Actually, dot, 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 Chief Keefe said, oh, I'm sorry too then. <laughs> Katy Perry continued to say, I'm also a fan of your don't like video, to be honest. I was really just having a general opinion on our, on our generation's desire to be constantly intoxicated. Believe me, I'm a lover, not a hater. So you see the comment on the bottom. She didn't want smoke for real. <laughs> My favorite part about this is that I feel like she said Mr. Keith. So I don't think she knows who he is. <laughs> but I feel like somebody on her team was like, oh, that's a rapper. Oh, it's a rapper? Yeah. It's a rapper from Chicago, and that's all she heard. And she <laughs> <laughs> it's a rapper from Chicago, Mr. Keith. I am so sorry. I'm a fan. <laughs> Please answer. Please no be. I just saying, like they just. I feel so bad for white singers because the the few times that they do interact with with black rappers, it's like monumentally embarrassing. Like Kanye West. <laughs> Taylor Swift has PTSD from that Kanye West moment. Oh, I man. feel like that's that was her first big award, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. She has to think about that every single time she grabs a a, a trophy on stage. So that's uh that's unfortunate. She, she been walking on stage smiling. Been... <laughs> Do the double take, make sure he ain't nowhere around. He just popped up <laughs> out of a cloud of smoke. <laughs> Taylor on, Swift. Well, uh, you know, Taylor Swift and uh, this is my worst transition of the episode. Taylor Swift and Katy Perry have milky white skin. Speaking of milky white, I would like to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by Magic Spoon Cereal which of course you want to sprinkle in that milky white goodness. Uh, <laughs> 
told you. Uh, now this uh, this is special to us because growing up, cereal was one of the best parts about mm -hmm. being a kid. You know what I mean? Waking up in Saturday mornings, pouring you a nice big bowl of frosted something, fruity something, whatever, and then getting them Saturday morning cartoons in. That was our routine. We stuck to that better than we stuck to our school schedules. But at some point, you got to give that up because it's just too much sugar, too much junk, too much nasty stuff that you can't take into your adult life. So you're trying to cut down on carbs, sugar, unhealthy food. You really just can't eat anything anymore. So enter Magic Spoon. Zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, only three net grams of carbs in each serving, and they bring back that nostalgic cereal taste that we had to give up and they kept it healthy. You know what I mean? Four amazing flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry. To here is even mixing flavors. Oh it, yeah. It is innovation in a bowl. It tastes amazing and honestly, it's too good to be true. All right? It's keto friendly, gluten free, mm -hmm. grain free, mm -hmm. soy free, mm -hmm. free free, <laughs> low carb free, GMO free. It's not free free. You got to pay for it, but it's worth it. I guarantee you. I just threw that in there. Um, to hear. Yeah. You have some pretty strong opinions on this. I love it, man. I listen. So, if you guys get the variety pack, you get the uh you get the fruity, you get the blueberry, you get the frosted and the chocolate. I I've had that like 3 times. Like they sent one, I've ordered two more, and then I just read up trying out the new flavors. I got the peanut butter, I got the honey nut. I'm really about that life, bro. I ain't, I ain't playing no games out here. Because I'm telling you, man, 2021, I'm getting at least one app. All right? So by any means necessary, whatever I got to cut out, whatever I got to do, I'm making it happen. And I'm so thankful to Magic Spoon because they're helping me make it happen, bro. So I'm Where a fan you? of cereal. Yeah, that's Where never a bad time to eat cereal. Where would you want the one app? Like Dead Center? Like Iron Man? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, like one ab out of a six pack is all I need. I don't need all six. That's excessive. I ain't making. That's what I'm saying. You want bottom right, upper left, middle. I probably second? get. I probably get the upper right. I'm right handed. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be easy, to, like, to just lift the shirt a little bit right there, show that part. Like, cause the lower ones, those are the hardest to get. That's why I always hear, like, the lower abs are the hardest to get. So if I could just get that, and they don't even have to be complete. It can literally just be like, like an L, like just that where you can almost like, oh, I see you, my boy. I see you. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm out here. I'm well, out. Here. As horrifying as that sounds, um, you know, Magic Spoon will help him get that one ab. Uh, well, the Magic Spoon is not hard to get. Uh, it's actually pretty easy. All you got to do is go to magicspoon.com backslash D-I-Y-S to grab you a variety pack and try it today, okay? Make sure you use our promo code D-I-Y-S at checkout to get you some free shipping, all right? They're so confident in their product, it's backed within a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, refund your money, no questions asked. Um, and you know, if they don't ask no questions, they mean that probably means they don't expect any questions because it's delicious. So mm -hmm. magicspoon.com slash D-I-Y-S and use that code D-I-Y-S for damn internet, you scurry. You heard. Right. You heard, you heard. All right, let's jump back into this because I want to get into some scary stuff. Okay, then. But before we get into some scary stuff, I have a question. Since we were just talking about cereal, I must ask you this. Do you remember uh, drumsticks, the ice cream? Mm-hmm. Okay, so drumsticks feel like, the, I mean, if you don't know, they're the, the delicious ice cream. It was a waffle cone. Uh, it was filled with ice cream. 
and then they covered the, the vanilla ice cream with a chocolate layer and then they put like little peanuts on it. And then they also put a bunch of fudge in the bottom of the cone. So I feel like everybody ate these cones the same way and they all we all saved the best part for last. Mm -hmm. And the best part was undubitably the bottom of the cone with a little bit of the ice cream in it and the chocolate center. So somebody tweeted a whole bunch of these that said the only happy ending and somebody's replied saying, yo, imagine this, but as cereal. So I want to ask you and the scary squad, would you guys be here for drumstick tips? That's just the name I came up with. Drumstick tips, cereal. Yes. Chocolate covered waffle cone ice cream bits. Here's the thing though, I couldn't eat a whole box. I would feel horrible about myself, uh, but I would have one and a half bowls. I, I definitely would. And I would never buy it again because I know it's of the devil. Why not two bowls? Nah, just... nah that's, that's committing your life to a dark life of sin. I'm into this. I'm into this. I like it. I like it a lot, TBH. TBH. All right. Well, I just wanted to. Seems like a lot of people in the, the, uh, the chat are thinking about smashing that. So, all right. <laughs> Go ahead and get your tidbits. Yeah. Um, real quick. Wait a minute. Come on, bro. What is that, bro? Is that an eyeball on a fish? Yeah. I wanted to show you something delicious before I showed you this, just to really change. Um, the mood up but yeah this was found you see the dude's hand so you see how big this thing is what the hell Bro, it has every episode you try to show me something more and more to make me as fearful of the ocean as you are that's what i'm that's my goal i want to make the internet as smart as i am and just make it so that i don't see any more videos of people just jumping in the ocean because it makes me nervous and I want to save the world. So Your I was Nelly. <laughs> save the world by warning people about the ocean because stuff like this is in it. This is a Cyclops eel fish. I'm only assuming it's a type of eel because I don't see any fins on it, but I don't get it. It has like a slit above the mouth. It has, but it looked like it has eyes on the side too. Like I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Where's the eye on the side? Look where the hand is. Look where the thumb is. And just draw a diagonal line from the thumb. Oh, that? That looks like an eye to you? Yeah, I thought that was an eye. That's not an eye? Bro, that's weird. I have no idea. Right? It, it looks like it's one eye on the side, but because the other side doesn't look like it has that eye. And then, like, one human eye. That's weird, bro. I wonder if they, if this, if this, uh, the main account knows what tf this is because i got questions what the hell is this all right oh the, the caption ain't even like it was saying what do you mean the allergic <laughs> reaction fish I feel like that fish would sound like tony baker's character. oh oh that ain't okay oh what is this c translation a wolf fish is a fish similar to the coal or murin, while it is not their relative. 
blah, 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 not an active. The front teeth are large, similar to a dog. Small teeth are located in the back of the jaws and on the sky. Atlantic wolf teeth are fast, but every year old teeth fall out and new young. Um, okay, so this is very, very roughly translated. Uh, <laughs> but fam, I don't, God. Okay, here's what I realized. Human teeth in an animal is horrifying. Like I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it at all. I really want to see what that damn cyclops fish was though. That's weird as hell. Uh, okay, this was very, very far back. <gasps> what is this? <gasps> all right, man, go on, go on, go on with your little conspiracy theory, though. You try, you're trying to make me hate it. Go. This, this, uh, that is some, uh, that is some teeth. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was that. That wasn't a conspiracy theory. I just wanted to show you some. Uh, yeah, I know. You just wanted stuff. to ruin stuff for me. Um, did we talk about the masked conspiracy? No, but I think somebody hit me up on either IG or Twitter about this. Okay. Well. Um, apparently, uh, a gov California governor Newsom uh, got a uh, a one billion dollar contract for masks with Chinese manufacturers approved. And then 10 days later, Newsom makes masks mandatory amid rising cases. So, coincidence? What you think? Because- I don't, I don't believe in coincidence at all. Imagine. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that at all. So I think, uh, I think, I think yeah, that, that just was him cashing in. But imagine that payout, though. If you could literally have a product that you hit the governor of a major state and then have him make it so that your product or a version of your product is mandatory. So it's like literally every single person has to has to follow this like that is is that considered lobbying or is that different lobbying is uh sometimes they i don't think they, they can't give money to have a, a vote swayed or try to push something but they can like give you benefits i think uh typically what lobbying is you you just try to better that relationship but i think uh -huh. like i think like giving money is like a, it's definitely legal but i'm not saying that people don't do it so mm. But yeah, here's the thing though. A lot of people aren't even wearing those type of masks because when everything started hitting the fan, like those masks were the first one to go. So a lot of people are still wearing handmade masks. So I don't know who, how much money he's going to make off of that because I'm not wearing one of those masks. That shit don't match none of my outfits. <laughs> the yellow? Yeah, I ain't rocking that shit. I'm going to rock my handmade joints. There's, there's so many damn conspiracies tied up with these masks. It's ridiculous. Here's a conspiracy no one's talking about, though. The hell is that, huh? I thought that bottom part was the cartoon tongue. Oh, wait. <laughs> I always thought the bottom of a cartoon's mouth was right. the tongue. Somebody just messed up on that. Somebody, is... somebody clearly messed up on that. That's not that he don't have no bottom teeth and those are his gums. But that don't, I, now I'm just like, what is that bottom thing? 
What is that bottom thing? Somebody sent that to the printer, and then somebody was like, yo, you know you put two tongues in his mouth? And he was just like, fuck. <laughs> that wasn't even part of the plan. I just wanted to show you that. <laughs> All right, so two more things. Um, ooh, wait. Oh, never mind. Two more things. Okay, because this is creepy. These two, two, these two last things are creepy. Do you know that they are talking about the bubonic plague being back? Yes. Enter July 2020. Uh, apparently, a city in northern China on Sunday sounded an alert after a suspected case of bubonic plague was reported. Uh, uh, Inner Mongolia Autonomous Region, I don't know if I said that right, announced a level three warning of plague prevention and control uh, state-run People's Daily Online reported. That is, what are you talking about? Bruh. What are you, bubonic? I'm, not, I'm not making no plans to middle 2021, bro. That's, that's, that's all that's saying to me. Plans to the middle of 2021. This time next year, I'm going to be kicking it. <laughs> bubonic. <laughs> I had read something about China like last week that they had thought they had discovered uh, a new swine flu, a new, str new strain of swine flu. And I'm just like, come on, man, stop. What are y'all doing, man? Like, start washing these animals or something. What's happening, bro? I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear shit else. A plague? Bubonic plague? Like, fam, I agree. I agree, Luella. We about to be zombies, or there's about to be some type of zombie apocalypse. That's really the only thing that's left. Aliens and zombies and werewolves. I feel like werewolves is around November, though. But, fam, you can't... You really can't sit here and just casually say that the bubonic plague is back. Like... All right, the, for, the, for the finale, and this is the creepiest video that I got. This is a time-lapse video of a serial killer being interrogated for a very, very, very long time, okay? So his name is Stephen McDaniel. This is a two-hour interrogation. Now, you see the other dude is just all over the place. Like, now, how'd you, how'd you kill him? How'd you, how'd you kill him? But this other dude is just fully like, yeah, mm -hmm. oh, next guy. These dudes are switching shifts. Yo, he, his hand and arm hasn't moved. He did it. Whatever oh. they're talking about, he did it. Bro, two hours. That is next level creepy. Then he leaves. Oh, that part was the worst part. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I missed it. What happened? They, everyone left. Uh-huh. And, and the, the time was still going, and he was just like, like, didn't move a muscle. It, it probably uh, looped by now. But oh, there's yeah, a time. Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to watch it right now because it's going to be, I'm going to switch seats. Well, they switch seats. I think I should be coming back in at three. The, sh two, the ship's Okay, Bing. One guy gets coffee. Up. Okay, they cool. getting coffee. All right. And they're like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Ugh. Damn. And then That's wait, crazy. where is it? Boom. Oh, that was the worst part. Did you see that? He was just like, 
who's next to talk to me? <laughs> who, wants, who wants who wants to chit chat? Jeez. That is um that's how you know a nigga did it. Hey. That is how you know a nigga did it. I don't I've actually never held a conversation with somebody who was just like, mm-hmm. You said what? And I feel like <laughs> The person who's just running the interrogation cameras are just like, that's some, that's yeah. some ring level shit. I don't, I don't fuck with it. Yeah, man. Have you ever been in an uh, interrogation room? No. Just never got caught, huh? Thank y'all so much for watching another episode of uh, Damn Internet, She's Scary. Uh, hey, say it again with some more confidence, man. I was just trying to I was just trying to sidestep your bullshit questions. <laughs> I was gonna do it over. You 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 just you you ask all the wrong questions at the wrong time, Pat. <laughs> yeah. Well on that note, thank you guys so much for watching another episode of DIYS Dan Internet You Scary. Uh make sure to leave in the comments what you think to hear did to end up in that interrogation room. <laughs> Do you think he lit a school on fire? Do you think he kidnapped an old lady? Throw it in the comments. Uh, and as always, I have been your co-host, Patrick Cloud. And I'm to hear more. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.